we're all familiar with the heart sink we experience when the road sign ahead is roadworks, road closed or something similar indicating a diversion of our route. The result is usually frustration. There's a five mile detour to go half a mile. When God starts to speak, the road to where we wanted to go, we often find, is marked detour. There's a detour we need to make. He wants us to experience him in a different way. And this is where we truly discover there is a collision of wills, of judgments, of purpose, a conflict of minds, of ideas, of perceptions, of values. His way is not ours and we know it. His view is altogether different from ours. The way he views situations, people, circumstances, we protest. It's nothing new. There was a collision in Jesus' day between the way he perceived things and the way the religious leaders viewed them. His disciples frequently didn't understand where he was coming from. They saw it one way, he completely differently. In Luke 9 we see several instances where the disciples were completely bemused and confused by Jesus' responses, culminating in Luke 9, 54-56 in the message. When it came close to the time for his ascension, he gathered up his courage and steeled himself for the journey to Jerusalem. He sent messengers on ahead. They came to a Samaritan village to make arrangements for his hospitality, but when the Samaritans learned that his destination was Jerusalem, they refused. When the disciples, James and John, learned of it, they said, Master, do you want us to call a bolt of lightning down out the sky and incinerate them? Jesus turned on them, of course not, and they travelled to another village. He had a heavenly mindset a mindset on doing the will of the Father. They and we have an earthly one. And that's an illustration of our journey right there. They wanted to call down fire on these people. This is the transformation mentioned in Romans twelve one and 2, being transformed in our thinking and perceiving. During the course of your exploration of his ways, you'll frequently find him saying things that just do not compute to your natural mind. Sometimes you will consider what he asks absolute madness, but the insistence is there. You can't escape it. Has to be his way or no way. Do the thing. There's no reconciliation here. That old earthly man must allow the heavenly man to take precedence. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and follow me, takes on a whole new meaning. Deny yourself, your arguments, your defence, your justifications for why you can't do it, your assessment of the situation, your judgment, your suspicion, your common sense. Deny it. Do the thing. Exactly as he tells you. We can never be sure we're doing the right thing unless we submit to him Keep him in that place of preeminence, ourselves in that place of submission to his lordship, rendering him first position and ourselves his love slaves. He intends we should have everything. He isn't second lining us. This is done to bring us into fullness, not deny us. He must have his place of absolute lordship in order that we can come into his fullness. We come after him in order to derive all the benefits, all the value he places on us. We aren't being repressed or squashed, but following hard after. 
Who worries about taking second place if you get all the benefits of the winner? It's the only safe place to be and function from in him. <laughs>